Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We still don't know what those FBI raids were for, but they took place all across the city. FBI Indianapolis, 10 different raids going on. Seems to be based on a large-scale drug investigation. Fox 59 with the reporting. So you had FBI, Indiana State Police, SWAT teams, IMPD officers. 11 locations across the city arresting more than 10 people. Does that mean 11 people? Why not just tell me how many uh, people? Narcotics trafficking, stolen guns, unsolved murders, non-fatal shootings. You know, it's... I am not one of the people who takes every moment to to bash the FBI. That is different than whether or not the FBI should indeed be bashed. Whether the FBI does indeed fail on a regular basis. And the FBI failures make it harder for us to accept them as a group of people that we can trust. Now, I have gone to great pains and great lengths to make uh, sure that there is a difference between the FBI leadership, the FBI brass, and the field agents. But when you see this report about Larry Nasser, and it's, I got to admit, it is a story I did not cover much. I left it to the news guys uh, on the morning show. Uh, because what, what am I going to say? Here is a doctor for USA Gymnastics, for women's gymnastics, girls' gymnastics, and he is abusing all of these girls. And what else besides throwing up was I going to discuss? What other commentary was I going to bring to the thing? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Go to TonyKatz.com. Get the podcast and support the show. Greatly appreciate it. I didn't know what else I was supposed to say except, holy crap, this is diseased. 119-page report issued by the FBI Inspector General discusses how the FBI office in Indianapolis mishandled the first reports that Nasser was abusing young gymnasts and mishandled the application that followed. Quote, failed to respond to the Nasser allegations with the utmost seriousness and urgency they deserved and required. Well, it's one thing to say that we heard these reports, we didn't have enough information on the reports, we didn't exactly follow up with the, the tenacity that we could have with the reports, that would be one thing. But the report says the FBI failed to notify state and local authorities of sexual abuse allegations, and once they became public, the Inspector General saying that the FBI officials in Indy did not take responsibility for their failures and provided incomplete and inaccurate information in an FBI internal investigation to make it appear that they had diligently worked the case. Who goes to jail? You see, the first part, you can almost say, look, okay, there are these allegations, there are these girls. Uh, look, we're going to take a look. We're just going to see what's going on. But everyone just take a breath. You, you could see it. I'm not saying it's right. But I could, I could see it. I could, I could have accepted such a thing. 
But now you know you failed, and so you tried to cook the books to make it seem like you were there when you were not. You had done interviews when you didn't. You followed procedure when you didn't. Who goes to jail? How is this not the question? How is this not the key question being asked? Now, what I remember most about the Nasser case is that sentencing. And I got to tell you, I, you, you won't get me to, to uh, say a kind word about Nasser. You also won't get me to say a kind word about the judge. She was nasty as can be. And the more I've thought about it, because I played some of her comments like, holy cow. I, I Just sentence and move on and save your personality for someone else, judges. You want personality? Get yourself a radio show. That's, that's what I did. That, that was my, my, the extent of which I, I had covered the story. I want to know now who goes to jail. It's not, an, it's not enough for the FBI to put out a statement saying that this was inexcusable and a discredit to this organization. Who gets fired? Because we're not discussing the problem that could have happened at the first. A problem that we the people could have said, yeah, you guys got to take these things more seriously. Right from word go. Cover-ups, people have to get fired. That's how it has to be. Because if no one gets fired from the FBI, what does it matter? Just do a cover-up. There's nothing wrong with it. Even if you get caught, it's no big deal. And don't you think I know I'm talking to FBI agents who listen to the show? I absolutely get it. What do you want me to say? Well, you're FBI agents, so I won't say anything. Well, am I afraid? Screw you. Cover-ups get people fired. Wait, no, no, that's not strong enough. You go to jail, and you get fired, and you lose your pension. You get nothing when you engage a cover-up. I don't know how we can see it any other way. I don't know how we're supposed to focus any other way on this subject. Meanwhile, if you checked your bank account, you may have gotten $250 a child. Producer Ari, very upset he doesn't have children yet. Dude. Right? Could have had 250 per. Seven kids? You'd be swimming in cash. Swimming in it, Producer Ari. Honestly, tell me this isn't your plan. That you want the government to keep doing this so you can have some, you can be investing that money. The more kids I have, the more likely it is one of them makes it big in Hollywood. Right. It's good to have a plan. $15 billion in payments sent out to families of nearly 60 million children. Direct deposit or by check. If your kids are six and under, you'll get $300 a kid each month. If they're over six and older, right? No, under six and six and older. Under six, 300. Un- over six, six and older, I should say. 250 to age uh, 17. So that's what you're going to get. It's not a tax credit. It is cash that is deposited or a check that is written to you. Phases out for families above 150000 for for married couples filing jointly. 
or 112,000 for single parents who file as head of household. And then I'll start uh, phasing out. Look, if you ask me if I'm okay with this, the answer is, of course, I'm not okay with this. In no way am I okay with this. Because if we think, if we think that it's been difficult to hire people now, it's about to become more difficult. And everybody I talk to, everywhere I go, the signs are still up in restaurants. I think we were kind of early to the conversations, uh, but the signs are still up. Be patient when you're in a restaurant. They don't have the staff. Uh, I, so I I've, was discussing yesterday, I flew out to Vegas for this uh, cigar conference. And I went with the guy, you know, Eat, Drink, Smoke, the cigar and bourbon show I do. I host with Fingers Malloy. And so he flew out the day before me because he's a degenerate gambler and he had to go and, 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 and blow some cash. He taught me how to play video poker. You know, you know what I learned? Uh, I should not be playing video poker. That's exactly what I learned. And so, so he heads out. He's a little early for his flight. He's like, oh, in the airport, Harry and Izzy's. I'll go to Harry and Izzy's. I'll get myself a, 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 a little steak sandwich, a little French dip, a little love. Everything... Uh, Everything will be great. 10 to 6. 10 to 6. Early evening, right? Perfect time for dinner. Shows up. They're closing. As he tells the story, sitting there, palms out, like, what, 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 what? And the manager says to him, it's all we can do to get one shift together. And at that moment, what are you supposed to say? And this isn't... By the way, I, I should say, I, while I'm a huge fan of the Indianapolis airport, um, it looks terrible. You walk through that airport, everything is closed. The Starbucks in that main courtyard is not open. They moved to the other location, right? They used to have the kiosk, and they moved to its own location. They're not open. They, they wherever the, Whatever they had there on the side has now got, I think it's got the Madam C.J. Walker things on it, which is really cool artwork, but whatever that's supposed to be isn't open. There are the Tinker Coffee, not yet open. Shapiro's uh, Deli has not been open in, in a couple times recently that I've been at the airport. Toomey and, and some of the other stores, not open. By the way, I love Toomey stuff. Oh, do I love Toomey stuff. It's the, the luggage people. They'd be a fantastic sponsor. An amazing sponsor. I just want to say that out loud. Airport looks bad, and, and I... I would love to say to the airport, you got to get some of these stores open. You, it, 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 it looks ridiculous when you head in there. It's a ghost town. It's, it, 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 it feels off. But I don't know what they're supposed to do if, if these businesses can't find the people to work. And how many more people can you find not to work when you have... Another, you know, 250, 500, 750, 300, 600, whatever it is, going to people's homes. Giving them more ability to stay home. Indiana having to send more of those uh, enhanced uh, unemployment benefits out. How, How do you build anything? And the problem is this will teach people that this is somehow a valuable system, something that should be done. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the government just takes care of it. Look, look, look. We we prove they prove we can do it. We'll just keep this going. This will really help people. Doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help a damn soul. Doesn't help anyone. Now, when you take a look at the uh, unemployment numbers, they were three hundred sixty thousand weekly jobless claims. So that's what Wall Street was expecting. So the total amount of people receiving benefits was just over 14 million. So that's less than half of where it was a year ago. So people are going back. And oddly enough, as CNBC reports it, New York has had strong hiring. But it's not what we're seeing across the board. It's not what we're seeing in people's everyday lives. People who run construction, people who run retail, people who run hospitality, they're not seeing it better, but nowhere near where it should be. And I I cannot wait to see how we calculate the amount of dollars left on the table because we didn't have the people who can service uh, those who wanted to pay. And that's just those industries. I haven't even gotten to manufacturing, like for example, in automobiles, Best of luck finding a new car. And we talked about prices earlier. The price of everything is up. The price of a used car is up 49.5%. While the price of milk is up 5.6%. Everything's gone up. And some things are going up because of those are inflationary uh, pushes. And some things are going up because you don't have the people to make the things to be able to sell the things and supply and demand is real. Very, very real. And the government's not helping, sending out more and more checks. Why work when, you know, you can just sit at home? That's been the argument. Now, if you say to me, who's really sitting at home for this? The answer is more people than you think. And that's when you start really understanding how problematic this all is. With right now, unfortunately, no end in sight. And I wish there was. David French, critical race theory, and how could somebody get it so wrong? That story's up next. I'm Tony Katz.